Warning, the podcast you're about to hear has a unique conservative perspective and may be politically incorrect, containing some controversy in its message. This episode may speak out against liberalism, socialism, the dark state, and religious organizations. It is possible that evil in politics, education, law, society, and religion will be discussed and exposed. However, we believe this podcast adds truth and value to a mature, disenfranchised audience who may be tired of apostate religions and wicked world systems. Listeners who are easily offended, overly sensitive, or have progressive leanings sympathetic to the topics we expose should be forewarned not to listen any further. We thank both those who choose to listen as well as those who choose not to listen. You've been warned. And now, let us get on with the show. Freedom Friday, our alternative commentary on the world. <laughs> yes, it's Freedom Friday, and it's August 25th, 2017. Yes. And what does that mean? It means it's Friday. That's right. Freedom Friday. And we survived the solar eclipse. Yep, 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 yep. I thought yep. I was going to die there for a moment. You did. The sky was all dark. You're such a drama queen. Scary. <laughs> it was so cloudy here. It was the only. It was, like, it was the heaviest cloud day in Mesquite all year. Amazing. I know. It was totally funny. obscured. You saw there was nothing. <laughs> there was nothing. It felt like it was going to rain. Matter of fact. It oh weird. yes. It was crazy, man. And then we went out to eat, and we noticed everybody was acting different. They were like eating their own flesh, acting like <laughs> zombies. No, we didn't know anything. The only thing that happened, happened to me, didn't happen to anybody else. I'm the only one that was affected by the solar eclipse. My ear got stopped up. My right ear. Mm-hmm. Did it not, Ms. Cabell? Yeah, it did. And you're coughing up a lung, too. I was coughing up a lung. I, I had... All kinds of problems. But anyway, yeah, I, I go to bed the, the night before, and I was working on some music. And I wasn't listening to it loud. I had headphones on, but I wasn't, it wasn't loud. It was just normal. And everything was fine. And then I woke up the next day, and my right ear was completely stopped. I mean, stopped. Mm-hmm. I couldn't hear anything. And, um, I mean, I, could, I can plug my other ear and then knock on, you know, on the cabinet right next to me, and I just... Can I wouldn't you? hear it. Mm-mm. Oh, it was unbelievable. And then that day, uh, what was it? Well, that that was Tuesday, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was the day after the solar eclipse. And then uh, that day, I just felt real weird. Because, you know, when your your ear hearing goes out, you know, I started feeling kind of dizzy and just kind of sick. And, oh, yeah. And like Miss Capel said, I was coughing. And man, it, was, it was weird. I felt like I was, yeah, I was coming down with something. And my, my whole head was stopped up. So I'm praying, 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 God, 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 heal me, you know. And then Linda had her little prayer team get on it and stuff. So um, the Lord, what the Lord did is he gave me wisdom to deal with it. So uh, Tuesday afternoon, I stuck some... Uh, Jojoba. Jojoba. Jojoba oil. Jojoba. In my ear. <laughs> and I just, I laid flat uh, for about 20 minutes, just laid there. Not moving around. That's really hard for me to do. Mm-hmm. And just let it permeate in there and soften everything up and blah, blah, blah. And then I went out and then I got uh, a little, little, I don't know what you call it. I call it a bulb, a little ear bulb thing and some 
saline water and just clean, you know, just worked it. And then um, after a while, pop, it popped, and then I can hear. I know. Praise the Lord. Yeah, I was so, so happy. So a back, back from the land of the... Uh, Afflicted. The deaf. Yeah, the afflicted. And that's how the solar eclipse affected me. I thought it was going to affect everybody else, but it didn't. It affected me, and I almost died. <laughs> <laughs> but I did, so I'm back. Here I am. Anyway, it's Freedom Friday, alternative news commentary. Just alternative commentary, right? That's right. We got some good stories. Yeah, we do. And you have a scripture before we get on to those good stories. Do you not? I have to. to excuse me. <clears throat> Um, Romans eight twenty two through 23 says, For we know that the whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain together until now, and not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting for the adoption, to wit, the redemption of our body. And then we go to Second Peter three ten through 13, but it says, But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat, and the earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness, looking for and hasting unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat? Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for a new heavens and a new earth, wherein dwelleth righteousness. I like both of those. I really do. Yes. It's coming. I don't know when. It's coming. It's coming. A lot of, a lot of po- folks, you know, feel it coming. Man, is this world a mess or what? Yes. Holy cow. It really is. It's crazy. You know, earlier today I was, I was talking to Ms. Kapow about this article that I was reading, and I forget what city it was, but apparently um, a few days ago, the police shot a transgender woman, a man dressed like a, a man dressed like a chick, okay? They shot a transgender woman because they, they had got a call of a stabbing. And so when they went there, this uh, this dude dressed like a woman would not put down the knife. And when they went to arrest him, he slashed and actually injured a police officer, slashed the, the officer on the arm. So they shot him and he died. Well, now, it was a couple of days later, now they have big protests in the street against the police. See, that is so ridiculous. I know, and now they're saying, you know, they shot, you shot dead a transgender, and I'm thinking, what does that have to do with slash? What does that have to do with taking a knife to a gunfight to a cop? I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. But and, yeah, and then you, what you pointed out before too, it's not going to be a, a racial thing now. It's a gender thing, transgender yeah. thing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not the blacks against the cops or Hispanics against the cops or whites against the cops. Now it's a uh, transgender. You know, cops are beating me to transgender people. When they try to kill them, then they get shot. And, you know, it ain't right. Well, they do this big protest. And so they're out in the street. And this is like, I, I can't stand this. They block traffic. I just don't, I don't think... The police departments, the highway patrol, whoever's in charge of those highways should allow that. Mm-hmm. I, I really don't. And they, there's ways to stop that. But 
they allow these idiots to block traffic and to create a public uh, chaos with crime and lawlessness. And then they, they, they sit back and they allow this to happen. And they're whatever. I forget what city this was, but, you know, they're they're probably walking on pins and needles because they shot a transgender. And it was a weird article because they marched from like transgender square or park or something like there's a park named transgender park. It's strange. Mm-hmm. So they blocked the traffic. Well, so, well one dude, d- he didn't want to play. So he's in a car and he's trying to get through. Who knows? You know, maybe he had to go home. Maybe he was hungry. I don't know. He had, and they're blocking traffic. The cops aren't doing anything. And so he's honking at these idiots. Can you imagine all these transgenders out there, all these men dressed like women? <laughs> and uh, he's honking at them, and they won't get out of the way. And so they start pounding his car with their fist and hitting their his car with you know flagpoles or whatever. So he drives through them, and he injures three of these freaks. He doesn't kill them. He injures them. He drives through them. And, um, and guess who gets caught and arrested? The guy. That dude. The police go after him. <sighs> and they arrest him. I'm not saying what he did was right. You know, I mean, come on. But they they arrest him, and now he's in jail. I'm just saying how weird the world is. It's upside down. Good is bad. Bad is evil. You know, mm-hmm. the, the whole thing is these people shouldn't be out there protesting anyway. If a, I don't care if it's a transgender or a female or a male or a freaking elephant that's, that takes a knife and goes after a, a police officer and, and slashes his arm in it. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna have some problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but they're they're protesting the police brutality there. But you can just see it's it's just all part of this whole game, this whole agenda. And we know it as Ms. Kapow. What? Loosh. It's the <laughs> loosh. <laughs> it's the loosh. It's what the serpents feed on. The hate. The energy, the negative energy, the, the serpents feed on it. They love it. No, 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 I'm not saying that it's like food, like real food, but they're energized by it. It says that it's a term applied to energy produced by human beings and animals that other entities use to feed from. Now, how do, how do they do? Is there a pronunciation of it? Because I've heard it pronounced uh, lush. No, I don't. But it's L O S H, so I would say it's loosh. I would say it's loosh. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, so other entities feed on this negative energy, and um, so it's when you look at the Trump administration and you look at the war with the media and what's going on every day, and I've said this from day one, from the beginning of the election, it's like a soap opera. It's like one of those Mexican novellas. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, or the uh, the WWE wrestling. You know, there's always there's an enemy. There's always somebody to hate. Every day, there's a, there's a, this enemy. He does something that, that just, ah, and people get all you know hate. And that creates this negative energy, among other things. And that's what these reptilians feed on. This is what the serpents feed on. The the gods, the little g gods, the principalities, the powers of the air. Uh, the the satanic minions, that's what they're feeding on, this negative energy. And man can't stop that cycle Mm -mm. because man is just just a a hairy, you know, a hairless ape, basically. Uh, You know, and without Christ, you don't have any wisdom, any knowledge. Uh, Without the fear of God, you don't have any wisdom. And they can't stop this cycle. 
So it's this cycle of hate, and that's what it's all about. That's why transgenders are now yeah, out there, you know, protesting the shooting of one of their own who tried to stab a cop. You know. Exactly. It's, it's all that. It's just uh, uh, all this angst. It's all this racial tension, all this hate. You got to hate somebody. Hey, we don't hate the, you know, uh, you know, the, uh, the Muslims that we're going to hate the Russians. And we don't hate the, oh, what happened to the North Koreans? We got to hate them and just run around from, from place to place to hate. Hmm. Hate, hate, hate. Create louche. Create food for the reptilians. Mm-hmm. They munch on it, man. What's that scripture you gave me earlier today, uh, Ms. Kapow, and about Peter? It said Satan. Oh, um, you know, to, to be careful, basically, because Satan um, roams around looking for someone to devour. Yeah. Looking to devour. He's like a roaring lion looking to devour. He's looking for loose, man. Mm-hmm. Satan, he's that great dragon. That's right. He's a great serpent. He's mm-hmm. looking for, for loose, for food. And so are all his little serpent seed. They, they need that negative energy. And only you could break that cycle. By walking in the spirit. Amen. Thank you. Because when you walk in the flesh, and if you went to Galatians 5 and broke down all of that flesh suit stuff, you would see in there envy, strife, jealousy, wrath, hatred, all this stuff. You would see it in there, the soap opera. And then you walk in the spirit, it's totally different. You know, mm-hmm. it's charity, love, you know, uh, patience, temperance, all this stuff. You can't do it on your own. You're, mm-hmm. you're just a hairless ape. You're not going to be able to do that. You have to do it through the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. That's right. That's what the scriptures say. And then mm-hmm. you need Jesus Christ because there's only one way to the Father. And that's through the sacrifice and propitiations of sins through the Lord Jesus Christ. Without that, you're not going to be able to break the cycle. We need to break that cycle on a personal level. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you can break that cycle on a global level and you can't break it in America and you're not going to break it in your city and probably not even your neighborhood, but you can break it for yourself. That's right. And not let these idiots feed on your negativity and your anger and your hatred. Exactly. Amen. That's some good preaching right there. And then we hasten the coming of the Lord. Yes, we hasten that. And even uh, Miss Kabawi had mentioned earlier where Cain yeah. uh, was, you know, Cain was sitting there all fat faced, you know, after he killed he his pow- uh, He was pouting. He was pouting. he was pouting because he and his brother had uh, given their sacrifices to the Lord, their offerings, and his was um, refused. So he's all negative. So, so then they started right off immediately. Serpent started feeding off his louche. Mm-hmm. And God says, why are you sit there all fat faced? You know, you know, you, you, you this is brother Cabal's d- translation. This is my translation. <laughs> hey, hey, if the Jesuits could make up their own Bible and the Mormons could make up their own Bible, and the Jehovah's Witnesses could make up their own Bible. And, you know, who else? You know, I can make up my own, too. And it's called the Kapow version. And I'm saying that God called Cain a fat face. <laughs> So God said, hey, fat faced, why are you sitting there all sullen and fat faced, um, knowing that sin is crouching crouching at the door, at the door, ready to pounce on you. He's ready to eat your loosh, man. Um, And there's a song that 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 Freddie Mercury wrote with Queen. (laughs) And um, it goes, got a loosh, got a loosh, got to do the fandango. (laughs) Very, very frightening. (laughs) (laughs) Serpent certain biting me. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, the last part, I was just messing around. But I am going to put that in my new Bible. All right. You can't stop me. Mm-mm. 
You can't stop me. Everybody else has the Bible translation. <laughs> um, I use um, a lot of people use the King James. I I use the Rick James Bible. Mm-hmm. Because it's got soul. It's got soul, and I'm King. a super freight. First story of today, Miss Kapow. This yeah. is unbelievable. When you talk about reptilians, uh, they're not the, 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 the brightest bunch of uh, entities out there. <laughs> yeah, they're kind of, you know, they, they're really not. NASA. Mm. NASA. Nasty NASA. You know, they have a plan to save us. Did you know that? Yes. And they're saving us from Yellowstone supervolcano. Yeah. And how do they plan to do that? Uh, they're going to save us from the supervolcano eruption. But in their plan, there's a possibility that they could trigger a nuclear winter. <laughs> oh, my. They have a plan to stop Yellowstone supervolcano. They're going to stop it from erupting to save all of us. But there's a downside. It could actually cause it to blow. And it could trigger a nuclear winter that could wipe out humanity. This is NASA, right? I mean, you would just say, why don't you just leave? Yeah, why leave don't you it just alone. Leave the volcano alone, okay? You know, go back to your fake moon landing. <laughs> you know, my, I don't know if the audience knows this. They probably don't. My father, my, my, my father, God rest his soul, he never believed that we went to the moon. When I was a little kid growing up, he never believed that we went to the moon. And he always used to say, they filmed it in the Nevada desert. He always said that. Mm-hmm. And we used to laugh at him and make fun of him. You know, because he only had a third uh, grade education. But he never believed it. And here it is, years later as an adult, I'm thinking, we didn't go to no moon. It was filmed in the Nevada desert. This is ridiculous. Have you heard the last, you know, the last stuff they lost the tapes? Yeah. You know, all the tapes of the moon landing. The most pivotal event in history. Man lands on the moon. Uh, we had to use the tapes again because we were running out of tapes and they were expensive. So we taped over them. Could you imagine if you did that with your wedding tape, what your wife would do to you? But NASA, <laughs> they, <laughs> they use the moon landing. They don't have them. We don't have them anymore. Oh, and also they can't replicate it again. You know why they can't go back to the moon? They've lost that technology. <laughs> that's what, yeah, that's what they said. I heard the guy say it. Yep, I heard it too. I'll vouch for it. They lost the technology. They don't have the technology anymore to go to the moon. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Doesn't the technology flow the other way? You get to know more and more and more and you do better, better, bigger things? No, apparently not. <sighs> They never went to the moon. I'll tell you. I'll tell you who went to the moon. The Nazis. The Nazis went to the moon in 1945, and they have a Nazi moon base, and they're coming back. They're going to destroy the world with a giant spider. But outside of that, that's all in my new Bible, too. <laughs> anyway, this guy named Brian Wilcox. He's an ex-member of the NASA Advisory Council on Planetary Defense. And guess what he said. What he said, Jeremiah. He was discussing a report by the space agency, and he said that NASA's risky proposals to prevent an eruption could go wrong with possibly disastrous consequences. No, yeah. really. Apparently, these uh, <laughs> these reptilians 
One of the methods they want to use is they want to drill into the bottom of the United States volcano, Yellowstone volcano, and they want to use a pressurized spurt of water, just just a pressurized spurt of water, to release heat from the magma chamber. <laughs> Doesn't sound good. No. And, uh, but this guy says there's a chance it wouldn't be successful. Well, what, what? That sounds more probable than the other one. Yeah. He says if you drill into the top of the magma chamber, and then you try to cool it from there... It would be very risky. It could make the cap over the magna chamber more brittle and prone to fracture. You see what I'm saying? They says you might trigger the release of harmful volatile gases in the magma at the top of the chamber, which would otherwise not be released. Mm. And um, kaboom. It could go... Kaboom. Yeah. nuclear winter. So you have these... Literal rocket scientists screwing with a volcano, and they really shouldn't be. So, I mean, has anybody ever seen that movie Idiocracy? <laughs> I would suggest it if you just it's you have nothing. Good. To, it is, if you have nothing to do on an evening, watch Idiocracy. And the premise is is about these these two very mediocre people. One guy was so mediocre. They just hit him in mediocre jobs in the military. And then the other person was a prostitute, street prostitute. And anyway, they end up doing this experiment, and they um, the experiment, something happens, and they stay frozen through time, and they wake up thousands of years later. And the world they wake up in, these two people who were, were stupid, very you know mediocre in their time frame, are now the smartest people on the planet mm-hmm. because man has de-evolved so much. So it's it's pretty it's pretty funny, uh, but yet it's so true. Just getting more and we're getting stupider and more stupider and worse and worse as we go along. That's right. Okay, here's a demon in a flesh suit. I don't know if he's a reptilian, but I do know he is demon possessed, and that loosh is emanating all over from this. A uh, man, he's a, uh, I think he's in his 20s. Yep. And this was in a county in Washington next to Maryland. Prince George's County is what it was called, or what it is called. And he uh, he confesses to killing his young sister. She's six years old, by the way, or was yep. six. And his two cousins, one was six and one was nine. These are little teeny children. Yeah. He killed them while they slept. Uh, and no one knows why. So there's three young girls. They're stabbed to death. They yeah. were stabbed to death as all three slept together in a bed. And they, uh, the police came and they charged the older brother of one of the girls. And he was babysitting them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently the mother was at work or something. Yeah, she was at you work. Know? And when she came home, she found the dead children. Can you imagine? Oh, I can't even imagine. I cannot even imagine mm-hmm. the horror of that. And that was her brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a two-year-old child in the house that was unharmed. Yeah, but what did she see? Yeah. You know what I mean? I... Who knows? Who knows? Uh, the deputy chief there called the Slains one of the most difficult scenes that his department has ever encountered. He manages very, very hard. Uh, this guy, the crook is from Clinton. Clinton. Interesting, huh? Mm. 
I don't know if that's a suburb of Washington or Maryland. I'm not sure. But he's from Clinton. And uh, after they hooked him up, he confessed to the murders, which is unusual. Yeah. So he killed um, his sister, which was six. And then the two cousins, one was nine, the other one was six. And the two cousins were over the house staying. They were from New Jersey, and they were staying there for the summer. Oh, Lord. Uh, No one knows why he did it. There's no motivation at this point. So it would be um, it'd be a good story to kind of follow up on. We'll try to stay on that one. But it's just, dude, you talk about loosh. Yeah. We'll talk about negative energy. Um, Definitely man, de- negative. Demonic flesh suits. Planned Parenthood. Ugh. What a name. What a name. You know, this gal, the president, Cecil Richards. She's Have you evil. seen her? Yeah, she's she looks like a reptile. She yeah, she she has a reptile head. She she's a lizard. She's definitely a lizard. This God, how can you you couldn't have any kind of humanity in you whatsoever. No. And be involved in this uh, type of work. Mm-mm. Let alone the uh, president. Well, anyway, planned parenthood, you know, they're they're mi- they're uh moaning and whining because um you know, a lot of people want to take away their tax dollars. Their from money. Yeah. We can't understand you know, why we're supporting uh, this type of organization. This is ridiculous. It, everybody knows. Everybody knows Planned Parenthood has nothing to do with women's health. No. Uh, it's just a, it's, it's eliminating pregnancies. Um, I would imagine. I mean, there's a lot of reasons probably why that happens, but. Creating the loose is part of it, right? Yep, I believe so. Creating that that feeding. It's murder. And it's murder of pure... Pure innocent, innocence, really. Children blood, yeah. Which is like, apparently the highest you could get in witchcraft. Because they're pure. These little souls are yeah. pure. So it's, it's like a business of murdering children that's legitimatized. I think it goes way beyond just abortion. You know, it's a biz- it's a it's a murder business. Oh gosh! Yeah. For the occult. So they're supporters of Planned Parenthood. This is from the Washington Times. So. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Supporters of Planned Parenthood are trying to boost the abortion giant's shaky bottom line. And how are they doing this, Miss Kapow? How are they doing this? By selling sex toys. <laughs> uterus theme emojis we'll talk about that uh, it's called Odie O-O-T-I I looked it up and the only Odie I can find is a town or a city in India but it's spelled with a Y but I just find that a weird name uterus themed emojis named Odie O-O-T-I and sex positive wrapping paper see that's oh, odd don't you think I find it very odd Sex-positive wrapping paper. Sex-positive wrapping paper. The merchandise is X-rated, and abortion opponents say it's just another argument in favor of weaning Planned Parenthood off taxpayer funding. Planned Parenthood, from the beginning, has been the recipient of private charitable donations and foundation donations. Hmm. Who gives it this? If you look at all the corporate donations they have, it's staggering. Mm. Even other non 
nonprofits like the Susan G. Komen Foundation. Yeah, and for the breast cancer. Yeah, that deals with breast cancer. They give Planned Parenthood funding. And now we have sex toy shops. Hmm. Now, I find this very hypocritical because you have a sex toy industry. What is their whole mission in creating products that have to do with sexual activity? I know. It's to have sexual activity, right? Mm-hmm. Sexual activity is the only way where occasionally women yeah. get pregnant. Right. And then they give money to an organization that their total mission is to eliminate those pregnancies. Hypocrisy yeah. is, is, is beyond comprehension here. It's... it's like I said, they're not very bright. This is the NASA people trying to blow up Yellowstone. I mean, mm, yeah, this <laughs> this makes no sense at all. No. So anyway, uh, Planned Parenthood is uh, they're losing some of their tax base. So among the abortions giants benefactors is a company called Vibrant. Vibrant, folks. Mm-hmm. It's a Denver-based. Denver. Denver. Anything good come out of Denver? Marijuana. God. Like Marijuana. Gee. A Denver-based adult toy shop that was established with the sole mission. Okay. The, check this out. Their mission wasn't to make money for themselves. Their mission wasn't to gain financial wealth for the CEO, CEO or produce a, 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 a sex toy product that will rock the world. Their sole mission is supporting Planned Parenthood of the Rocky Mountains. Mm. Interesting, huh? So what they do is they sell vibrators, dildos, and rings priced anywhere from $20 to $220. And 100% of its proceeds go to the local Planned Parenthood chapter. See, and what would be the motive of all that? I know, because you're selling items that are that that encourage sexual activity, and sexual activity... Oftentimes results in pregnancy, and mm-hmm. then you give a hundred percent of those proceeds to an organization that terminates those pregnancies. Yeah, it, it, that it, doesn't make sense. It's not logical on the surface. Uh-uh. Uh Vicky Cowart, who's the president and CEO of Planned Parenthood of the Rocky Mountains, says having a partner like Vibrant is critical to our future. <laughs> uh, and they advertise on Vibrant's uh, line of toys on its social media accounts. Uh-huh. So Planned Parenthood has social media accounts and they advertise vibrant sex toys. Folks, this makes no sense. Here's another one. Uh, They're supported by nasty woman sex toys. Mm. Here's their slogan. Resistance never felt so good. Oh, nasty. (laughs) You said nasty. It's nasty woman sex toys. Features a similar lineup of toys and donates 20% of all proceeds of Planned Parenthood. Nasty women of the past fought for us, but it looks like the time has come that we will need to continue to fight the good fight, the store says on its website. Mm. Um, Here's another one called Unbound, and they sell handcuffs and restraints. And now this is, is, uh, they got creative here. 
They give customers the option to send a vibrator to Congress. Oh, for the love of pizza. And save Planned Parenthood. For just 15 bucks, the store will send a sex toy to a representative of your choosing with 75% of proceeds going to Planned Parenthood. My goodness. Here's one called Craft Boner. It's an adult-themed arts and craft shop. It sells wrapping paper that says, quote, Santa doesn't care if you're a slut, end of quote. Jiminy. It has a support Planned Parenthood line of merchandise complete with sassy uterus mm. T-shirts and tote bags. 30% of those proceeds go to Planned Parenthood of the Rocky Mountains. I, I'm seeing something very, very wrong yeah. uh, in all of this. And I'm sure it goes much deeper than what I'm just looking at. But, I mean, it's so hypocritical. Uh, but but look who's aligning with Planned Parenthood. If you were a legitimate organization like Healthcare for Women, would you want this kind of um, support from this industry? Mm-mm. For uh, just a buck ninety nine, Planned Parenthood supporters can download. Here it is, Miss Kapow. Odie the uterus. It's O O T I. Uti. 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 Udi, maybe they named it Udi for uterus. I don't know, but I did try to look up Udi, and all I found was a town in India. Probably that town has some kind of weird god or something. Mm-hmm. I bet. I bet there's some kind of connection. But anyway, for a buck ninety nine, you can download Udi the uterus. It's an emoji or various emojis onto your smart smartphone, and it's a. Anthropomorphized reproductive organ. Okay, it's a reproductive organ, but the money goes to support an organization that kills reproduction. I know I keep saying the same thing over and over. It just doesn't make sense. So, Udi the uterus is an anthropomorphized reproductive organ that it can dance and it lifts weights and it can read a book. Wow. And 100% of the proceeds go to Planned Parenthood. Huh. Wow. I hope no one ever sends me a uterus emoji. Yeah, I think they know better than that. I wouldn't even know what it is. I'd go, look at this. What is this? A dancing sausage? What is this? I, I'd have no idea. What the heck? Well, you know, I typed in Udi Goddess, right? Uh-huh. And then I get all kinds of stuff from... Uh, the USA, Canada, UK from India. Mm-hmm. It has something to do with goddess stuff, but I'd have to research a little bit more. But there just does seem to be some kind of connection. Yeah, here. why that name? Udi. Mm-hmm. Utai. Utai? O O T I? Utai? I don't know how to pronounce it, but yeah. Uh, yeah, and then it goes back to India. I bet you there's something. I bet, yeah, there has to be some god or goddess or something that has to do with death. Uh, wow. So anyway, they go and they say, Udi is here so we can celebrate this amazing reproductive organ as well as support the fantastic health services of Planned Parenthood. That's what the, the emojis designers say. All proceeds from Udi will be donated to Planned Parenthood so they can continue offering accessible care to those who need it. God, they're just lying. They're just... I know. Just lying. And it's just printed in the Washington Times like it's uh, truth. Mm hmm. Man. See, it's a. 
these these fetuses, yeah. you know, they sell it to science and stuff. That's how they got their whole surplus of, yeah. um, you know, the cells and stuff like that. Stem cells and all that mm-hmm. stuff, yeah. Or whatever else they use it for. Yeah. So it's a big business. So now you got the sex toy industry supporting that big business. Um, man, you know, what are they getting out of it? I don't, who knows? Uh, amazing. They got all kinds of stuff. They, uh, they got a T-shirt. Uh, and they well, actually, maybe they get tax breaks. You know? Yeah, they, they probably do. It's just bizarre. Yeah, because they're they're donating. It's probably you know four hundred one or not four hundred one. I mean, look at the cities and stuff. If they do like housing plans, like Section Eight in California, they get uh, they get money from this from the government. Yeah. So it could be something like that. Yeah. Some kind of deal. You remember last week we talked about this company called Teespring, and they make these T-shirts, mm-hmm. and they had the Nazi yeah. symbol, and yes, they said yes, yes. it's a symbol of love. Mm-hmm. Well, the same, um, the same abomination company, Teespring, they make a T-shirt uh, for Planned Parenthood, and it says, "quote Nevertheless, she persisted." End of quote. And they raised two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for Planned Parenthood by selling wow. that T-shirt, and now. They've expanded that line to include sweatpants, hoodies, and tote bags. That company is run by a designer named Matt Rudinsky. Matt Rudinsky. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's selling these, these abominable T-shirts uh, that say this bizarre stuff, and he's, he's being very successful with it. That just irritates. I can't tell you how that irritates me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, let's go yeah, and look yeah. at some of these other people that are supporting him, and that way we can make a mental note. Yeah. Recording artists uh, ranging from John Legend, wow, Mary J. Blige with all her talent, Bon Iver. Oh gosh, he's so talented. Remember we we saw a clip of him at the uh, what was it Coachella? Yeah, the Coachella he music. Sucks. Bon Iver. Oh my lord, could you get somebody who was like a more zombie? Oh, the whole that guy was horrible. Yeah, he was pretty bad. Uh, anyway, and the Foo Fighters, mm-hmm. they've all collaborated on a curated series of recordings called, oh, I, I'm not going to say yeah. it. I'm not going to say it. The wow, rec- and the record costs $100? $100. bucks. <sighs> i would not even give a dollar for this. Mary Blige, can't oh, see. Bon f- Iver's horrible. Foo Fighters. Oh, they're not I, any I, better oh, than that. Oh, my gosh. I guess it doesn't matter. All the proceeds go to Planned Parenthood, 100%. How about Pearl Jam? Mm. That guy. What's his name? Eddie Vedder. Uh, Pearl Jam and the Lumineers are among the rock bands. They've donated the proceeds from concerts to Planned Parenthood. Mm. Oh, here's another one. Comedian Samantha B. Yeah, she's not even funny. She's just obnoxious. She's like all the other... Female um, comedians. Like Schumer? Yeah. Who, who uh, wanted more than Netflix. Netflix agreed to pay her $11 million for her talentless comedy thing. I know. That's... And then she sucked even more money out of them. And $11 million for Amy Schumer. Are you serious? And then when people hated it and it crashed and burned, they changed their rating system. 
So Samantha B raised a million bucks for Planned Parenthood by hawking nasty woman T-shirts after the presidential race. Uh, Mr. Richards, uh, who is that? Oh, I don't know. I don't know he says something. Is. I don't care. Uh, oh, here maybe this is this is the the clue you were talking about. It says. Um, Planned Parenthood is a very high-profile organization that's perfectly capable of being funded by voluntary private donations. The fact that we know the name of Planned Parenthood, everyone in the United States knows about the organization. This is one of the most high-profile 501c3 charities in the U.S. There you have it. There you have it. And Miss Capow hit it right on the head. She says, well, these people get a tax deduction. No. Oh. So, anyway... Wow. Yeah. Amazing, huh? Amazing. What a circus. Wow. What a circus. I'm going to take a short. God, it's so annoying. <laughs> it really is. I'm going to take a short commercial break, and then we'll come back. You are listening to the Kapow Radio Show Network. Kapow stands for Kingdom Against Powers of Wickedness. Kapow is sponsored by Fifth Media, a digital publisher of ebooks. Fifthhookmedia.com has a selection of ebooks about spiritual warfare and Christian living. Visit fifthhookmedia.com. That's F I F T H O O K media.com. Remember, that's fifthhookmedia.com. F I F T H O O K. Kapow! What's up, yo? <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I'm done, you. Demons in My Marriage Bed from all online digital retailers, such as Amazon.com, Demons in My Marriage Bed, a true story of spiritual warfare, changed the way my spouse and I conduct spiritual battle and has increased our alertness level to the tactics of Satan. Please do not be fooled that such things cannot happen to you. Rather, get prepared and become the spiritual warrior needed to overcome in these perilous times in which we all live. Oh, during the commercial break, we're just talking about all these celebrities and all these people, you know, who support Planned Parenthood and these these stupid causes like this. Yeah. You know, because they want to be all cool and hip and everybody else doing We're just part of the cool crowd. You know, it just, that's why you just, I mean, you just can't be unequally yoked with all this stuff. Mm-mm. It's just ridiculous. Okay. Moving on, uh, other oh, reptilians no. in the news. Bill Gates. Oh, that's another one I just... Oh. Richard Branson. Isn't that uh, Barack uh, Obama's lover? One of his many lovers? Many. Yeah. Richard Branson. Uh, well, they, they back... I mean, with a lot of money, folks. Um, they back this startup company that grows what they call clean meat. Blech. Now, this article will not use the term lab-grown meat. They don't want to say lab-grown. But... <laughs> This clean God meat, forbid. Yeah. This clean meat is, in fact, lab-grown. It produces beef, chicken um, from animal cells. Ugh. Fucci. Yeah. They're called Memphis Meats. Ugh. Cargill Inc. Cargill Inc. C-A-R-G-I-L-L. It's one of the largest global agricultural companies... It joined Bill Gates and other business giants to invest in a nascent technology to make meat 
from self-producing animal cells amid rising consumer demand for protein that's yeah, less reliant on feed, land, and water. We're the ones demanding this. Yes. Yeah, I just had. And they're a, gonna uh, give it to us. I just had some uh, some eggs uh, this uh, morning, and I had a hamburger patty, and I went, "Hey, how was this hamburger? How did this cow? Did it use feed and water and land that I'm eating? Because this is <laughs> this ain't right, man. And this egg, what kind of chicken laid this egg. Yeah, and in, and you made it demands too. Uh, yeah, demand for protein. Yeah. So it, this is lab-grown junk. And my point really on this one is, is okay, these people, are they put junk in your water. They put junk in your food, the GMO food. Put junk in your seed to uh, grow food. Do you honestly think they're going to lab-grow animal cells and not put anything in there? You know, whether, whether it be cancer cells to kill you uh, later on or... Um, I don't, you know, some kind of thing to control you, something to do something with your DNA. There was another article I'm not even talking about, but scientists have found a way to to move a body uh, through the brain. They can control the body movements of of mice through their brain, mm. but it takes inserting um, something into the DNA and inserting things. Of course, yeah, seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, come on, Memphis Meats produces beef, chicken, and duck. Directly from animal cells without raising and slaughtering a real animal. <laughs> like that's their concern. Yeah. It raised $17 million from investors, including Cargill, Gates, and billionaire lover of Barack Obama, Richard Branson. Mm. According to a statement Tuesday on the San Francisco-based startups website. Wow. San Francisco, Cucufornia. The fundraiser round was led by venture capital firm DFJ, and um, they've recently backed several local startups. Here's mm. what they say. Uh, Memphis Meat says, I'm thrilled, or Branson said this, um, I'm thrilled to have invested in Memphis Meats. I believe that in 30 years or so, we will no longer need to kill any animals, and that all meat will either be clean or plant-based, Taste the same and also be much healthier for everyone. Yeah, that way we could just use those animals in experiments. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then we just, yeah, all these animals will be running around going, ah, we don't have a purpose. What are we going to do? Mm. I mean, come on. Branson, he cares about animals? No. My goodness. He clean meat. There's something sinister. There's something sinister lurking for sure. It says, this is the latest move by an agricultural giant to respond to consumers. Now, who are those consumers? Are they you, Ms. Kapow? Uh, no. Are they me? Nah. Are they Kapow radio listeners? No. Uh-uh. It says, especially millennials. There you have it. Millennials, really? Young people don't want to eat regular food. Young people want lab-grown meat. Yeah. Especially millennials who are rapidly leaving their mark on the U.S. food world. That's what it says. I don't know how that's happening. That's happening through surging demand for organic products, increasing focus on food that's considered sustainable. There's that word, Agenda 21 word, Mm -hmm. and greater attention on animal treatment. Big poultry and livestock processors have started to take up alternative traditional meat. So the millennials now... 
uh, are demanding organic products. Uh, they want sustainable food. They want greater attention to animal treatment. Really, because the millennials can't afford any of this. You know that. Because mm-hmm. they can't work. They can't find jobs because it's all crashed. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. I don't believe it's anyway because the millennials are eating uh, McDonald's. <sighs> and mommy When and you're 18 food. to 34, you... I want sustainable food. I don't want to eat this because it's not sustainable. All right. Oh, plus, the, 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 the government's not going to listen to you. No. The world loves to eat meat and... It is core to many of our cultures and traditions. What an idiot. It's core to our many cultures. It's food. (laughs) We're carnivores, you idiot. We eat meat because it's food. But Uma Vallete, she's the co-founder and chief executive officer of Memphis Meats, said, the way conventional meat is produced today creates challenges for the environment, animal welfare, and human health. These are problems that everybody wants to solve. Really? Uh, yes. So we want you to put a lab and, d- and d- do that, and that's not going to have any problems. That's <laughs> going to be fine. <laughs> that's the answer. The world loves to eat meat, and it is core to many of our cultures and traditions. It's core to our cultures and traditions? She sounds like, she sounds like we're eating curry or something. <laughs> many people like curry. It's meat. It's food, you moron. Of course we like it. You dumb idiot. Oh, yeah, it's funny. Memphis Meats has raised $20 million, signaling a commitment to the clean meat movement. Oh, we have a movement now. Oh, dear Lord. You know, I'm going to get, what is that, Teespring t-shirts, that idiot? Hey, let's make a t-shirt called Clean Meat Movement. And then we're going to block freeways and roads there you go and protest if you if you don't eat clean meat dang it then you're our enemy and we're going to get paid saboteurs and agent tours to protest because you're racist because you eat animal meat (laughs) cargill has taken an equity position in memphis meats uh and funding Hmm. Yes, a big investment amount. Uh, our equity position with Memphis Meats gives Cargill entry into the cultured protein market. Oh, that sounds appetizing. They always try to sound so smart. Cultured protein. They do. They just make it. They sit around and make up words and how to arrange them. So they're going to get to the cultured protein market. And then she says, it allows us to work together to further innovate and commercialize. We're going to have to watch out for our protein powder. Uh, Yeah, it better be marked. Now, I guarantee you, they're going to fight FDA and they're going to fight everything to have this stuff marked. Just like they don't mark GMO. They're not going to fight FDA. They're going to work with FDA. Yeah, that's true. To get their way. Because if it's unmarked, you don't know if you're eating lab-grown crap or the real stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. And the FDA is not on our side. No. They don't care. Mm-mm. Robert says, we believe that consumers will continue to crave meat. You think? Because it's food. Oh, my God. You people are morons. What, do they, are these like all vegans over there or something? It sounds like it. We believe consumers will continue to crave meat. I mean, they do. They talk like it like it's a spice. Mm-hmm. Really, we believe consumers will continue to crave curry and salt, and so we're going to salt our pork. 
<laughs> Are you stupid? I mean, my, we, we, we believe consumers will continue to crave food. I wonder why. And we aim to bring it to the table. Well, you don't have to. We already have it at the table. We have plenty of it at the table. <laughs> but they aim to bring it at the table of sustainability. There's your word again, your Agenda 21 serpentine word, sustainability. Kick it to the curb every time you hear it. It's sustainability and cost-effectively as we can. Mm. Cultured meats and conventionally produced meats will both play a role in meeting that demand. Mm -hmm. Mm. Well, only one's going to play a role in meeting my demand, Robert's. Only one, and it ain't lab-grown food. The investment is just the most recent by traditional meat companies. Tyson Foods. Tyson. You know Tyson, the yeah, chicken people? The chicken people. They're the largest meat producer. Aww. They've created a venture capital fund focused on investing in companies to, here's the word again, to sustainably feed. To sustainably feed. Mm. To sustainably feed the world's growing population. And in December announced a stake in plant-based protein producer called Beyond Meat, which counts Gates among its early funders. Now, why would a big chicken company, the largest meat producer in the United States of America, get involved... And focus their energy on a company that's making plant-based protein. Wouldn't that be looked as competition? Yeah, you would think so, huh? Mm-hmm. So. 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 I, I have no more to give. Well, me neither. I tell you what, though. This stuff is really annoying. Serpents are annoying. Satan's annoying. Uh, evil's annoying. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just really uh, gets on your nerves. It does because it's stupid. Yeah, it's like I mean, if you want to screw up your own lives, you're half free. You know, I mean, go at it, whatever. But don't get me involved in it. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? Why you know, it's involved? like when you're trying to argue with someone that has uh, that just wants to argue. So they're not their their point isn't even in trying to rectify yeah. the situation or anything. They just throw things out there that have nothing to do with the argument or the the problem. Yeah, and it just you just look at them like, what are you talking about? And it just frustrates you to no end. Yeah. That's it, it's like talking to a wall. Yeah, this is that. Yeah, exactly. Very frustration. Well, I'm going to go get some farm-fed Loosh balls. Yeah, <laughs> loosh balls. So if you want to give everybody a, a shout-out. Shout, babies. Good night. <laughs>